Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a football Friday. It is Dave Sturgio. It is Chris Gucci and his A5 Anthony behind the glass here at Chop Studios in beautiful downtown Matawan, New Jersey. But you wouldn't think that. We're actually in New York, uh, according to uh, sources, um, you know behind us anyway hope everybody's doing well out there hope everybody's ready for one final week of regular season football there's a lot to get into today we'll break down some of the key mar- uh key matchups and who you can start playing on the mojo market uh do it responsibly don't go crazy but get that pen and paper out right now take some notes or hit screen record or whatever you got to do just make sure you take these notes this week because we're trying to make you money heading into the playoffs remember playoff teams next week those are extra games to be played. We were talking about it before. The NBA is going to be absolutely nuts. Uh, with yeah, the- when the superstars play in the playoffs, they tend to light up the stat sheet. And yeah. you get like an extra, in some cases, an extra 20-something games. Yeah, NBA-wise, yeah. If, if I mean, you go deep. So, yeah. And obviously this. Can't wait. Um, we're going to find out our very first on the Mojo Market uh, first Super Bowl bonus. We haven't seen it in real time. So we'll find out that in just, I guess, a month from now, which is. Insane how fast this all went, uh, but there is plenty of football to get into today. So today we start with our week 18 preview. Now, remember, all of these games are staying on course. Nothing's changed. Week 18 will play as scheduled. Um, I know there's a lot of uh, there's there's voting that will be happening today within the NFL Players Association of how they're going to handle um, the I guess the standings and the seedings. I don't think there's. They've officially canceled the bill. Uh, the Bills Bengals game. That's I think they done. Officially did. Yeah, they they did canceled that game. That. Yeah, that's not happening. So both teams will have one less game on their schedule and in the standings. And so we're talking about the Bengals and the Bills. We'll actually talk about one of those teams later on. Uh, but we start on the local front on a game that kind of matters, but like you know. The Jets, for a second, there's rumors like, oh, there might be eight spots in the playoffs. And the Jets were like, wait, what? Like, we could be alive? Like, Is that still alive, though? No, I don't think they, so. They put that to No, play. that's going to be – I can't imagine that actually happens. But the Jets were eliminated last week from playoff contention. Uh, there's a lot to dive into with their team in the offseason. But we do know that Mike White will get the start again. He'll be starting against – Skyler Thompson, according to all sources, uh, Skyler Thompson for the Miami Dolphins will be going. He gets the nod. So right away, you know, there's going to be a little bit of a bump, but you got to be careful because Skylar Thompson against the Jets defense just doesn't seem like a matchup you want to get into. It does not. Um, the Jets Especially defense. An angry in the game, Jets defense. I would say that this, they they both need the game. This game's probably at one, right? So uh, they're yes. they're gonna go into this game understanding that they the Jets are not eliminated. Jets right? are eliminated. They are eliminated. Yes, the so Dolphins the, are the not. Dolphins are gonna go in, but the Jets still have a ton to play for. Their coach is probably coaching for his job. I don't think so. You think Sal's gonna get fired? No. Here's the reason why. I, I think there's I gonna be a fall guy. And it's gonna be their offensive coordinator. I don't know about that. There's I, no way Sal gets fired. I don't know that they're gonna fire. LaFleur, I think LaFleur would get scooped up and immediate, immediately. I don't think it's his problem that they drafted a quarterback that didn't pan out. Uh, LaFleur did come out and say some interesting things where it was like, you know, we kind of regret starting him in his rookie season. He probably needed a year. And that was the first time anybody within the Jets organization admitted that. How do you not know that in the pre-draft process? Well, like when you're scouting these guys. Well, this is this is like where, how do you not know that right, this guy might take a year, but he's going to be good. This is where there could be some infighting amongst the, because. Robert Sala, Lafleur, they may have been saying this to each other, and the Jets front push office comes to was shove, maybe, GM was guy maybe comes kind in. of pushing, pushing Woody the envelope Johnson, a little bit, and saying, "Hey, we gotta, mm. we want to start the quarterback, the rookie that we just invested the well, second pick in." 
and the fans are clamoring for it. And now Robert Sala's job could be on the line, so they could be at least saving face. I don't think Robert Sala coached himself out of a job. What I do think is that there's potential Sean Payton. There's some, there may be some guys where you consider firing a guy or, if you know or somebody's available, guy, if you could get the guy that's right. available that you're after, so mm. that that could be a situation. We'll see. Now remember, the Dolphins have something to play for. If they win, and I believe the Patriots lose, the Dolphins will get into the playoffs. So think that's their only clinching scenario. I know the Patriots have to lose yeah, for sure. Yeah, the Patriots have to lose, and, but I'm not sure if that's it as far as the Dolphins are concerned. But like I said, um, the Dolphins it's, are playing for something because they are alive. It's not looking the, great. It for ain't. The Dolphins it ain't. And, and you know what? That season. comes from. That just comes from like just. What taking epic, your foot what off epic the, the gas. Not yeah, even dude. taking the foot off the gas. I mean, Bridgewater, I mean, not Bridgewater, uh, Tua got hurt. That didn't help. But they played awful in that second half of the Packer game. And yeah. it was all all downhill from there. They didn't they didn't get it done. And guess when they didn't get it done? As soon as the weather gets cold, the Dolphins kind of crumble. They're going to have to fix that going forward just in general. So I, I believe I, in that offense, but, man, it's, it's hard to watch them in December. So as of right now, it looks to me that the Dolphins are being 8-8 eight and eight, – um, are going into this game. If the Patriots lose, they'll be eight and nine. They're out. If the Jaguars lose um, their game, they'll be eight and nine. But the winner of that game will be nine and eight. So actually, no, that's not that's not true at all. If the Titans win, they'll be eight and nine. So the Dolphins need to win, and the Patriots need to lose. That seems to be the the path in for the Dolphins, and that's definitely doable considering who the Patriots are playing. Um, but the Dolphins, when it comes to the Mojo Market. What you're looking at is their rushing attack. It's been good all year, right? We're, we're all focusing in on the running game. We know uh, McDaniel is a very good coach when it comes to the running game and spreading the ball around as far as that. Then you can take the top off. So the Dolphins still have their offense. It's just a matter of can they produce in this offense I'm, against this Jets I'm gonna defense? Check, I'm going to check right now what they did. What, as far which, as what? What each of the players have done in the um, – as far as against the Jets, so Tyree killed. Oh, the, the, the last time yeah. they played the Jets, I, I well, obviously the game was in Miami. This one's going to no, finish in the Meadowlands. No, this the the first one was was in New York. Or oh, so then the, the graphics yeah. wrong then. Okay. I mean, yeah, Tyree killed seven for seven, forty seven, no touchdowns. I think at this point the Jets front uh, secondary was hadn't given up a touchdown yet. So both teams are away. Game. Both New York teams are away this week. Um, I don't know. Is that possible? Hmm. Yeah. And then Jalen Waddle, yeah, three catches. For 23 yards. So the, they, they've they played, and yeah, this is a new, the Jets corners did a really good job against these Miami Dolphin receivers. So I'm going to short the Dolphins. I think the Jets would love nothing more as their season's over than to end the Dolphin season. It's probably, if not their biggest I think that's rival, on the minds of a lot of teams. It's this in their week. top two rivalries. I'd say the Jets and the Dolphins hate each other. So the Jets are going to come to play in this one. Um, yeah, I think so. I think they're going to short the Dolphins receivers at least for a one game play. I like them long term, but not. I, I'm not all Sunday. for I'm all for shorting Skylar Thompson. You know what yeah, I mean? Like that, that might be that might be. I think tough the Jets defense shows up in this one for all sure. Right. Staying they're on the local play for front, the coach got ourselves a doozy. Uh, there's been reports already that uh, Brian Dayball is going to rest a couple of his starters, uh, or at least give him some a little time. Uh, to play and then take him out right away. But we're talking about the Philadelphia Eagles who are oh, one man, win that's, away. That's a far cry from his attitude before they Well, now he knows. Now he's like, well, we got ourselves oh, a playoff. Oh, no, we're going to play. Yeah. Before they had clinched the playoff spot, they didn't want to take No, they clinched it. And then he game, And then oh. he was like, no, nope, we'll rest in the offseason. Yeah, that was and when then the, the, the next owners week, were like, hey, uh, yeah. what did you say? <laughs> 
Right? Can you? That's uh, not happening. You know that's not happening. Can you right, run coach? that back for a second there, Mister uh, Dable? Uh, but anyway, the Giants have a chance to make some noise in the NFC East because the Dallas Cowboys play the Washington Commanders. And if the Cowboys win and the Eagles drop their third straight, the Cowboys will win the division. It'll shake up the entire NFC playoff landscape. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. But when it comes to the Mojo Market, on guys you should be interested in, in this week, the Eagles are in a must-win. Like, they're in a must-win scenario. The Giants are not. So I would say the offense for the Eagles, yeah. including the return of Jalen Hurts. Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts. Uh, yeah, Devontae and Smith Brown, and A.J. Everybody. Brown are going to probably eat the Giants' corners alive. The point spread's 14 in this game. They is can't, it really? They, they can't make it high enough, so I expect Damn. a ton of Eagles offense early oh, and often I didn't know the in this game. Was that high. Yeah, yeah, the Giants aren't coming to play here. And it would be cool to see the Eagles get knocked off by the, the Giants' backups, but... It's not going to happen. Short-term memory, huh, Giants? Huh? Yeah, it's 2020. Not no, the Eagles the laid down. The the Gi- boom, regime, out of the playoffs. You, there's not, I, there's I don't not care. even one guy in that no, building no, no. that cares about that. Owner. Yeah. <laughs> Giants owner was there. They're, they're all there. I think there. the Giants owner walked up to Joe Shane and Brian Hill with a handful <laughs> of money like this. He just said, do what you guys want. Right? Because they, they needed major help after the ghetto made debacle. Did. They and did. The Joe, they did. Oh, my Joe God. Judge. Oh God! Come Joe, on, what are we talking Joe about? Joe Judge that? also in the playoffs if the Patriots win as a whatever role he has over there. I have no idea. Uh, but anyway, he's like so, a secret keeper. He he's really? like, hey, don't <laughs> tell anybody all the crazy stuff that happened here, and I'll hire you as something. Yeah, right. Uh, Miles Sanders has uh, quietly had himself a fantastic year, twelve hundred yards rushing against this rush defense uh, for the Giants. I think there could be some some good gaping holes uh, available for my, uh, Miles Sanders, and that goes for. I'm, I'm curious about this. My only question about this game in particular is Jalen Hurts. Now he's coming back in a must-win situation. He's got the shoulder thing. Um, so clearly, which, from what I've read, uh, from the, also from the doctor over at Mojo, right, the sports doc, bro, he's got it. It's all in this area, right? And I'm not saying people target. I'm not saying people target for him. But Except if he, for Kayvon Thibodeau. He's definitely, ta- gonna, yeah, pff, he's definitely going to target. Don't, don't get me started on that guy. That's going to happen. Um, but what I'm saying is this. Will you see if a third and seven comes up and the normal Jalen Hurts would scamper for seven, eight yards, is the normal Jalen Hurts going to play this game or is he going to be a little bit timid? He's playing. I, I know think, he's playing. I, I I'm think, saying is I he think, playing his normal style I think style if it football? was a, a different scenario last week that the Eagles were, were in front of, mm-hmm. they may have played him last week. I think they, they gave him the extra week. He was I think practicing. There's more, I think there's more to this that they're leading on. I really I mean, do. That's, I really it could do. Be, that could also be wishful thinking. It could be. Yeah, of course, just, as a Cowboy fan, they, yeah. They but. could also just be playing it up and hoping that everybody's saying, hey, hey, get your hopes up. Jalen Hurts isn't good, and he comes back, and he's very good. There's something to be said, though. I'll bet on the latter. I, I know, but there's something to be said. A 14-point spread. You're telling me Dayball and, and company can't get these boys there's, up for that? There's actually nothing to be said about the 14. That should be what it is. Yeah, like, but I'm just no thinking to myself, like, all right, so the Giants, they've definitely outkicked their coverage for this year. Nobody expected them to be a playoff team. Nobody expected them to win six games, right? All of a sudden, they're a playoff team. You really think they want to get throttled in Week 18 before well, they go play whoever? The say about the Giants and what they have going for them in this game is that Galladay needs 79 catches to get a bonus. 79 catches, you're so right. So if, if they're looking, so, that's going to be a whole lot of offense. Take the under, sure they're obviously, looking if you're a prop guy. his his season bonus. 79, so 79 more catches and he'll get it. Now they run 79 plays. I know the Eagles corners are pretty good, but 79 catches is probably doable. Definitely. definitely. Right? No. So the Giants are, they're sitting everybody except Galladay. Come on. Daniel Jones not going to play? They do got, listen. They're going to, they're going to. I love Tyra Taylor. They're not even going to let Isaiah Hodgins play in this one. <laughs> All right. Let's Didn't stop we just it. talk about our boy Richie James? Is he going to play? 
Oh, man. All right, go Giants. Uh, you won't hear me say that often, but this time it's it's one of those things. But Cowboys got to handle business as no, well. No, A.J. So. Brown, uh, I would say Miles Sanders. You could really take your pick in the first half who's going to light up that defense. And, and if they go up big, they might be better. But look too. how good Devontae Smith has been playing down the stretch. I think he should be the one. Yeah, he's, true. He, he's showing the true form number two receiver. Absolutely, 100%. All right, there is a AFC South championship game on Saturday night. And that is between the Tennessee Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, what we've seen out of the Jaguars lately is that Trevor Lawrence is that dude. We've seen him play very, very good football down the stretch. Now he's got him ch- uh, a chance to win the AFC South title one year removed from that debacle that they had over with uh, Urban Meyer. Like, that was such a bad situation for the Jaguars and stunted this guy's growth. Now you bring in Dougie P. All of a sudden, the offense is clicking down the stretch. All of a sudden, they have a chance to be division champions, which, again, when you're watching this season play out, you looked like the Titans were going to run away with this because the Colts were bad. The Jaguars didn't come on yet. The Texans are about to be the number one. Well, there might have been a team. Oh, there, my there was, God. There was a point where I was saying, you were like, oh, the Jaguars season's on. I said, I don't know. And literally two weeks later, they were in first place. But then, but we were also talking about, like, is Trevor Lawrence that guy? Uh, I don't know, yeah, man. Just, they, you know, and all of a sudden. Answered the, they answered the bell. You want to talk about a year? He's about to eclipse 4,000 yards passing for this year. 24 touchdowns, 8 picks. Trevor Lawrence, man, this could be, just based off what I saw Dak do in week 17 on Thursday Night Football. And even Dak threw a couple picks, but one of them wasn't his fault. But, you know, what I will say is. The Titan secondary is Titan secondary could be had, bro. So this might be a Christian Kirk day. This might be another Zay Jones day. But Evan Ingram. I will. Like, I, I do want to point out the fact that nobody's talking about Derrick Henry and what he's been able to do against the Jaguars in his career. And this is on and full rest. And it's alarming. It's a full rest. It's game actually too. alarming. It's one of the. I think I don't know if I've seen a guy dominate another team as much as even I've seen on the road Derrick, though. Derrick, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, splits are yeah. no no different. Derrick Henry. Completely destroys the Jaguars' defense. Jaguars' defense giving up uh, a buck twelve on the ground, so they're not, you know, average the entire season. That's not bad. I think. I think that the point spread's a little high if we're talking in that realm. I do think Derrick Henry's going to do work in this game. So ready so for I this? I think it's going to be a lot better. It's not going to be six. The, the Jaguars should win the football game because of the way they've been playing. Conversely, with the Titans, have been playing, and their quarterback is a murky mess. But Derrick Henry, just handle the football, and, and you could win this the game. The tale of two defenses, by the way, for the Titans. I'm talking about their run defense and their pass defense. Yeah. Their pass defense is almost giving up 300 a game. Their run defense is only giving up 80. Elite. Really good run stuff like defense. Yeah, elite So run forget defense. about Travis at the end of this week. I wouldn't say forget about him because— I wouldn't play. I, I would leave I, it alone. I'm not going to—all right, fair point. Mojo-wise, I'm definitely not going long on him in terms of trying to make money— Sunday, but I'm already in on Travis Etienne, mm. so I'm I'm there. But, For the long play, yeah. But I will say this, because there's probably a low expectation on Travis Etienne heading into this game, considering the Titans don't give up much, he is always that home run threat. He's not really the guy he, that's going to gonna bleed you for five yards of carry he's gonna get his three his three his three he's gonna catch the ball out of the backfield but then he's gonna bust one for 60 and that's what he does so it's like tony pollard so even against a good run defense that's there there will Travis be some ETN. there will so be some i'm openings. not saying it's going to happen but there's the potential i like etn um especially if they make the playoffs i think that they'll lean on him a little bit yeah should be interesting. All right. Uh, moving on to a very, very big game for my friend over here. Uh, it is on Sunday Night Football. We go from Saturday Night Football to Sunday Night Football. It is the Green Bay Packers taking on the Detroit Lions. Now, we talked a lot about Rodgers and the run game yesterday as far as day trading guys, guys that are going to perform in this week in particular. What we didn't say in that game is that, by the way, 
the Lions have had themselves a hell of a, a hell of a season on offense. They've played very, very good football on offense. Um, Jamal Williams averages a t- almost a touchdown per game at this point. Uh, they played 16. He's at, he's got 15 touchdowns, so that's pretty incredible. Um, the rush defense for the Green Bay Packers has given up 141 a, a game. And while they've definitely played better, um, and the, probably the analytics don't show it in the overall picture because the last couple of weeks they've played a little bit better, um, this could be a Swift and Jamal Williams feast. And I, when it's cold and it's Sunday night and things can't get going through the air, you got to rely on the run game. Now, take the fanhood aside. Do you think the Lions can be successful on the ground Sunday night? I do. I think everybody – there will be – it will be – absurd for me to say that there's not some openings there to be had against the Packers defense because of the way they've played. Now, I think that there is less openings than there has been, and the Packers, really what their defense has been turned around with the turnovers. They've created turnovers over the last month of football mm. that wasn't there going into the last month of football. So I think that's the big difference, and when you when you start to develop a lead in some of these games, which they have, um, instead of playing from behind, it makes it a little bit easier because the defense – they're not getting run on as much anymore because they have a lead. So that goes with hand in hand. Um, let's just talk about the the game in itself. Jared Goff in cold weather, he hasn't been successful in his career. So you could, just you could look at that. Numbers. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking if the Lions are going to have any success whatsoever based on Jared Goff's inability to play in cold weather mm-hmm. and their running game has had success, I think those are the two guys that I'm leaning towards. I could... The way Jair is playing right now, I would say you could maybe get rid of Amon Ross St. Brown from your mind. He probably really? could get shut down a little bit. I think so because of the cold weather. Jared Goff struggles in the cold. They're going to probably lean in on DeAndre Swift. He looks like he's a little bit more healthy than he's been in the last two years. He's looking a little bit more. I almost said Swifty. I'll <laughs> say another thing, that, um, another thing that the Lions have bring to the table is since the TJ Hawkinson trade, they their tight ends have been blowing up, two of them. So those guys are largely unknown, but they've been lighting people up. So you got to be careful. And Jared Goff likes throwing to his tight end. So I worry. I think you could potentially make money going long on either. I think it's Silstrom. Oh, you're um, talking about the, 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 the Lions? The two Lions tight ends. Okay. I know that they set a record or a Lions record. They have 12 touchdowns out of their tight end position this year. Jesus, That's really? after getting rid of Hawkinson. So there's potential there. Now, flipping to, flip to the other side. The Lions' defense is bad. As bad as the Packers' defense has been, and as bad as the Packers' run defense has been, I would say at this point in the season, the Lions' run defense is a lot worse. A lot worse. They average five... They Teams teams average 5.3 yards per rush against the Lions on the entire season. Out of the shotgun, teams average 6.7 yards per carry. The Packers run a lot of their run plays out of the shotgun. I think you're going to look at Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon all night long. Just to piggyback off your tight end comment before for the Lions, it's Shane Zilstra has four touchdown catches and Brock Wright has four touchdown catches. So they're actually tied for second on the team in touchdown catches. So the leaders, Amon Ross St. Brown, we all know about the star he's become. I guarantee you that their share prices are extremely low. And they've both probably been doing really well in the market. Between the two of them for the year, they only have 37 targets. So it's like, yeah. It's time. Like, if you're going to make that short day trade, we probably could have included them yesterday in that conversation. The, uh, outside of giving them to a division rival, it now, makes remember the, last the uh, time Hawkinson these... trade make more sense, and I got that from my boy, uh, Hawaii Mike. Yeah, so last time, you would think this game, they 15-9. So it's not like, you know, there was no doors blown off everybody. Rodgers made a lot of mistakes. I don't foresee those mistakes happening again. Look, if you're asking me, I think the Packers roll, but that's just, again. I think again, Detroit that's... shows up. They probably cover the spread. We're not having that conversation, <laughs> but they cover a lot of backdoor covers for Detroit. But here's what I'll say. The Packers don't lose too straight to Detroit 
They just don't. I'm not buying it. I don't think the Packers have lost two in a row or two games in a season to the Lions in my entire life. Maybe in the Barry Sanders era. Scott Mitchell, maybe back to early. pass lefty. I doubt it. Rodney honestly. Pete. <laughs> there was a point where the Packers were like 24-1 and one in their last 25 against the Lions. Listen, the, the, Lions, haven't, Rogers the Lions haven't won a playoff game since 91. I'm not, so gonna, I'm not like, buying it. We'll and there's see. also a chance that come game time, if Seattle wins theirs, this game doesn't matter that's, for Detroit. That's a very big thing to keep your eye on, the Seattle game, because if Seattle loses... Uh, no, if Seattle, yeah, if Seattle wins, but the Lions are eliminated. That's a so. scary. That's almost scary too, though, because when you face then you a got team, the whole nothing to play for thing. When you it's face like, a yeah. team that's got nothing to play for and it's Dangerous. fourth and four, they're in your own territory. They're probably going they're for going it. So for you have it. to deal with an element of danger in those but types that, of games. But that kind of game can get away from them so fast. Oh yeah, you know, like you go for it. It's like. It looks like uh, Campbell's going to leave the offense on the field yeah, fourth like, and two from their own 18. And some, it's just like, what, some, what are you sometimes doing? Sometimes when the way football games go in certain cold weather games, fourth and four might be fourth and 30. Feels you like know, it. It just feels if like If it's, it's third so. and 30, you can just throw it up to T.Y. Hilton. Oh, give me a break. <clears> That's <throat> Dave's fifth Cowboy reference. If I can't talk about the Cowboys throughout the course of the game, I'm going to reference have, it. I'm trying to see if we have a Cowboy Cowboys counter on our, on our No, list. we do not have the Cowboys on our rundown. In fact, we'll conclude our coverage for Week 18 with a very, very big game between the Bengals and the Ravens. Now, look, the NFL has not come down with all the final decisions yet, but all signs are pointing to the Bengals kind of won the, the North already. Like, they, there's no way that this could actually change even with a Ravens win. So if the Ravens win, from what I've heard and read, this could be inaccurate to a, to a fault because there's like 15 reports out there. If the Ravens win, there will be a coin flip for home field. So if the Bengals win, it's just outright Bengals are the division champions. I think they beat them twice. So like that's already like a foregone conclusion. If the Ravens win, there will be a coin toss. If these two teams meet in the first round, there's a lot to digest. So why don't we just talk about this one in particular, the one that's on the schedule, the one that's officially in Baltimore. Um, the Ravens absolutely have to have it. Um, they're in the playoffs regardless. Lamar Jackson, very uh, very up and down week as far as like the people are saying, is he coming back? Is he not coming back? Then J uh, Jim Harbaugh, uh, John Harbaugh was asked about it, about the playoffs, and he's like, I don't want to talk about that. I'm like, could we be living in a world where Jackson just is out for the year without being out for the year? That's insane to me. I think we could be living in the on a world. contract. You're where he, you bet on I himself. Also, I also think God. he's playing Sunday. Huh? I also think he's playing Sunday. I don't know about that, man. It's just like from everything I've read. Well, nobody knows, but there's no reason why Harbaugh has to say anything. No, I know, but I'm just you know, it's it's interesting. We I could mean, be we'll in that see. world, but my my guess is that he's going to suit up and go. Um, maybe not though, because of the the element of are we really going to trot him out there just to potentially get a coin flip for a home game, even if we win? I don't know if it makes any sense. The Ravens are all but in. They did clinch, correct? Yes. So I don't know how the seedings play out. Could they lose a seeding? Maybe. But I don't know. Maybe they do hold Lamar out. If that's the case, then you could say goodbye to any Ravens offensive player. And realistically, I think you could do that anyway. The mm -hmm. Bengals are going to be bringing it in this game. I know there's an emotional high that, or emotional situation that they're coming off of. Um, it's. I guess we see how T. Higgins responds. Do we see T. Higgins? T. Higgins. Listen, as far as T. Higgins goes, with all the emotions, the high emotions that went into this week, and all the craziness. And by the way, again, shout out to Hamlin, who has made a, a a lot of progress from everything we've read. So continued prayers and thoughts over there. Did you hear about him asking about who won the game? Yeah. What a warrior. Just the whole thing. Just a warrior. Aside from like, what he's asking, the the great sign here is neurologically intact. Was right. The words that I read. So it was, yeah, those are the ones that, that are just like for him to ask. Who won the game means he's there. You yeah. know what I mean? So um, continued prayers to him. Uh, from what we see, 
there is a new report adding wrinkles to the situation uh, with with Lamar Jackson. So we'll see. Rappaport already came out and said he should be ready for the playoffs, but Harbaugh, on the other hand, the coach of the team said, "Hold on, you know." So as far as this game's concerned, other guys you might want to consider. I tell you what, based off the injury, it was hard to like invest in him all year long. But J.K. Dobbins is still that guy, I think, and I think that. You know, the Bengals just their their run defense is, is pretty stout. And same thing with the with the Ravens. So both run defenses are rather good. Uh so maybe maybe we miss out on uh or miss with the, the running back situation at all. Joe Cool, I mean that's the go I think given. Joe you already Burrow, you already have I'm already your, in on Burrow, you already, I'm already have in him. on Chase, but T. Higgins, I think, has been my guy that I've been touting all season long. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop doing that. I think he's gonna eat the Ravens alive. The secondary right. he's playing Let's do it. down the stretch, you even look at his numbers, he's been out playing Jamar Chase. Uh, maybe he starts start the, they roll coverage a you little know, bit only more Higgins way. I know Chase obviously messed them time, but they're only six receptions apart. It's crazy. Like I, I again I know that Chase was hurt for a little while, so that, that definitely makes a thing. Um any final thoughts about Devin Duvernay? <laughs> it's like he's hurt. I'm just saying, like, we were so high on him going in. I still am. And he I still love, is a Swiss I'm Army knife type guy. The, but. Yeah, my, my thoughts on Devin Duvernay. I hope he's a Packer soon. I love him. <laughs> well, that remains to be seen. But what you will find out in week Keyshawn 18 Dixon? is fun. That guy's a stud. <laughs> Who would have thought? One year turnaround with that special teams. I mean, like, well, that was your biggest woe. How about one day? Oh. It really they was. They cut Amari Rodgers, and then all of a sudden, they have the best uh, return man <laughs> in football. They also have the best uh, special teams coach in football, too. I, I love that guy. Um, but anyway, that'll do it. Week 18 is here. It is the final week of the regular season, which, again, is just... I remember saying, like, week four, and I'm like, oh, it's going too quick. Like, we're done, guys. Like, it is playoff time next week. So, obviously, we're going to dive into all the playoffs. Feels good to join the party. Huh? You know, playoff time. Yeah, we'll play off. Had to wait all year to to be here. (laughs) Such garbage. Um, But anyway, yeah, we're here. I'm just saying. Careful. Anybody want to mess around with a December or January red hot Aaron Rodgers? No, nobody does. So, hopefully, the Detroit Lions take care of business. Um, Not rooting for that, obviously. Yeah, you are. As a Bit. I'm not well. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like quietly rooting we're, for we're it. We're allowed to root for our team's interests. It's fine. I respect it. Let's go Cowboys. Anyway, with that being said, that's what the seventh Cowboys reference. I had to squeeze one more in there. Do us a favor. If you want to keep up with everything that we're doing, you have to get on over to the social medias. Right? It's 2023. This is what we do here. So TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. At Mojo, M-O-J-O. Join the Discord. That is the everyday conversation happening right now as we speak. As you're listening to this, another guy just posted his portfolio. So that's how much you got to get over there. Do a deep dive. Find out how people are making money. um, And that's the way to do it, basically. Um, I know that... Uh, Mojo came out and said yesterday they're now accepting uh, credit card, debit card payments. So that makes things a lot easier on the app. You got to download the app to get involved in it right now. I know there's risk-free things too. So you can try Mojo. If you don't like it, get rid of it. I've pers- again, I've made money. So I'm, like I love it. it. You'll <laughs> so, love it. You know, you don't got to tell me twice. It's like, hey, Dave, how can I make money without doing all these uh, betting on the games thing? Well, I know players. <laughs> you know, So maybe I can bet on some players. And I have. And I've won. So for Dave Sturchio, Chris Gucci, A5, Behind the Glass, here at Chop Studios, we want to thank you for joining us one more time on the Mojo Market Report. We'll be back with, obviously, a wrap-up of Week 18 and some concrete playoff matchups to discuss all next week as we gear up for the NFL playoffs. Have a good weekend, everybody. We'll see you then.